0: Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension.
1: Well, good Thursday afternoon. This is Eric Hunt, your host, and we are heading for a heat wave. And with that heat wave, we have to take some precautions, and we have Caleb Cutis from the Douglas County Health Department here today to talk to us about uh, some of the precautions that they will be taking up in Omaha. How are you today, Caleb?
0: I'm doing well. Staying cool. Thank you.
1: Well, that's pretty nice out there right now. Temperatures are kind of in the low to mid-70s in northeastern Nebraska, the mid-70s kind of in our area. And I think it's going to be the last really nice day we have here for a little while. So, again, it looks like we're probably going to be okay tomorrow, seasonal temperatures. But starting Saturday getting to Sunday, we're looking at highs probably getting up around 100 degrees in Omaha. And there's a chance that we're, the dew points will also be diesel even in the 70s. So I mean, it could be heat index values of 110 to 115. Is that sort of what you've been hearing from local forecasters in that area? Or what have you been hearing so far?
0: Yeah, I've been following up um, with the National Weather Service um, a couple times a day. And it looks like that's what they're planning for. And it's getting more and more certain every day that we're going to see some pretty extreme heat coming this weekend. And, or, and early into next week as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it looks right now that the worst of it would probably be Saturday, but probably certainly Sunday, maybe even Monday in very eastern part of Nebraska, and western Iowa. And it looks like by Tuesday it'll back off a little bit in terms of the high temperature. And I think the worst low-level moisture might be a little bit further east. So that might be our heating index values come down a little bit. Uh, but we're looking at probably at least five straight days of temperatures well over the 90s. How many days in a row of temperatures over ninety or ninety-five do, do use does or do you see before you really start seeing significant issues with regard to public health?
0: Well, it really, honestly, it it doesn't take more than a day before you start seeing uh, impacts on human health. Um, it's not but a just real one well- day. Yeah, right. Um, it, it's not a real well-known fact, but uh, heat is actually the number one rather weather-related killer in the United States. It kind of blew my mind because we put so much preparedness into um, things like floods and tornadoes. And those are the things that we think about when we think about natural disasters. But uh, a study by the National Weather Service found that heat actually kills more people than floods, lightnings, tornadoes, and hurricanes combined in the United States. And that kind of blew my mind when I first heard that.
1: That's interesting. I knew heat was a number one weather killer in most years in the United States, I didn't realize it was number one compared to all those things combined. That's actually very interesting. Um, it does make some sense. Like floods, tornadoes, hailstorms, like things like that are, tend to be a little bit more isolated events. Heat's oftentimes more widespread. We also tend to see higher heat index values in urban areas, and particularly in areas where we don't have much shade, maybe we don't have much vegetation, more concrete temperatures actually tend to be a bit warmer. We also tend to be warmer at nights in urban areas. I have heard. I mean, some of the literature I've read would suggest that the nighttime temperatures can be as much of a problem as the daytime high temperatures. Can you confirm that, or is that something that you guys tend to see with your with your data?
0: Yeah, that is the case. Um, it's actually uh, causes detrimental uh, effects to the human health, especially in more vulnerable populations like children and elderly adults over 65 years of age, um, when temperatures don't cool down um, as much as expected as at night because they just don't get the relief that they would from the extended high temperatures. And you can really see, um, you know, you know, I said that you can start seeing public health effects really after one day of really high temperatures. Um, But it just exacerbates when you have multiple days on end um, when the temperatures don't go down at night. Sure.
1: Is there kind of a temperature threshold that has to be crossed before you really start seeing those impacts at one day? Is it even as low as 95
0: um, that's a tricky question because it's relative to where you live, um, and what you're, what you're, uh, acclimated to. Um, I would say it's a pretty safe bet that around here 95, um, is something that's probably going to start, um, causing you to see more health effects though. Um, that's higher than we pretty typically get here in Nebraska. So I would say, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, the other thing too, there are some years by now we've had a lot of heat. We went over a stretch of, Three or four days in late july it was very intensely hot and humid but other than that we haven't had a lot of extreme heat this summer so this is going to be a little bit of a novelty this summer do you think that's maybe more of a problem that we have gotten acclimated to more cooler conditions and now all of a sudden it's gonna be really really hot
0: yeah that that absolutely is a problem um especially for people who you know work outside or work in hot conditions um uh, NIOSH and OSHA actually recommend a period of acclimatization for people who are working in those kinds of conditions. So if you're not used to uh, working outside in the heat, they actually tell you to start really slow. I don't know who can afford really to do this if you're hiring new employees, um, but they actually tell you you should take 7 to 14 days to acclimate to hot temperatures if you're not used to working in those those conditions and add no more than 20% of um, the time per day. And even for people who are experienced with uh, working in hot conditions, if they're coming back to it after a long period of time, they want you to take four days to kind of build yourself up to it, starting at fifty percent of your hours uh, that you would normally work outside. So there really are some pretty stringent recommendations coming from from OSHA and federal authorities um, on working in heat.
1: Sure. Are there local regulations in place that was sort of sort of I would um, kind of go on top of those OSHA regulations?
0: Not, Not that so I'm much. aware of. No. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what what are you guys doing in terms of trying to raise awareness of the heat coming in? Uh,
0: as far as the health department, really our, our only role at this point is just to kind, kind of try and put information out there. We just released a press release actually uh, less than an hour ago, um, talking about the health effects of heat on um, people who are, uh, over 65 years of age and young children, um, because those populations are um, affected more more stringently than other populations. And just some recommendations that you can uh, you can follow on hot days. And we've also done some kind of pre work, um, reaching out to local organizations to see, you know, if there are going to be cooling shelters available, um, if city splash pads are going to be open. Um, just kind of trying to have that information available if, if anyone calls the health department to ask.
1: Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. So what, what are some of those recommendations, especially for the more vulnerable populations?
0: Sure. Um, a lot of it's common sense. It's stuff that you've probably been taught since you were a little kid, but definitely hydrate all day long um, and avoid alcohol, caffeine, and excessively sugary drinks. All of those can dehydrate you faster. Um, stay in air conditioning. Um, if you can wear light colored, loose fitting clothing, um, and a lot of people like to wear uh, tighter clothing when they go outside and it's hot, it, it's better for you to wear loose fitting clothing. It lets your body cool down better. Um, try and schedule your activities for the morning and the evening when it's cooler. And definitely, um, if you have kids or older adults in your life, check on them, especially if they don't have, you know, they' still find homes that don't have air conditioning around here. Definitely check on them if they, they don't have air conditioning. And probably the most important one, um, can't stress this enough, never leave a person or an animal uh, in a parked car, a car that's turned off. Um, temperature can go up 20 degrees in 10 minutes. And unfortunately, people and, and animals die every year from being left in cars.
1: Yeah, no, that's very unfortunate. So for those that don't have air conditioning, they need a place to go and cool off. I mean, where would you recommend that they go, like a mall on the splash pads?
0: Malls are usually good for that. Um, you know, if you have a kid that's antsy and wants to go outside, city splash pads are usually running. Um, if you if you follow the news or uh, or look for, um, you know, newspapers are on social media. There's usually announcements uh, from groups like uh, Salvation Army, Sienna Francis House in Omaha. They will open uh, cooling shelters as well for people who are in need of uh, just a place to cool off. That, that's in the Omaha metro area. I'm, I'm not not aware of places outside of there. So,
1: No, no. I, I was very, you just were very <laughs> calm as it was going on in Omaha. I wasn't necessarily asking you to say what was going on in North or Columbus or anything like that. So, anyway, I, I appreciate your time today, Caleb. Thank you for all that very valuable information, and you have a good rest of your day. All right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Bye. Bye.